This is Pragmatic Follow-Up Part A for Episode 11, Cause and Effect. I'm Ben Alexander, and my co-host is John Chigi. Hi, John. Hey, Ben. Thanks for that. So I had an excellent, uh, a great um, email from a gentleman by the name of Dean Lombard. And one of the great things about uh, the fact that so many people are listening to the show is that every now and then you come across somebody who's got a lot more in-depth knowledge and experience about the topics that you're talking about. And it just so happens that Dean uh, is somewhat of a uh, a fan of uh, this sort of aircraft, uh, air crash investigations. And he actually has a book. Uh, the book itself is called Black Box. There's a link to it in the show notes, and uh, it's basically was it was published by um, Harper Collins in 1998 and uh, edited by Malcolm McPherson. And what it is is uh, the full title is the Black Box Cockpit Voice Recorder Accounts of In-Flight Accidents, and it actually does mention the uh, Aero Peru uh, crash that we we mentioned uh, in the uh, cause and effect. Uh, main episode so he's written a very good a very good uh, list of uh, a couple of extra details that i'd like to read out excerpts from his emails he actually sent me two emails uh, on the subject uh, so first of all um regarding the the cvr the comp sorry cvr is a cockpit voice recorder so the cvr transcript uh, he says, is a very harrowing read. Uh, the pilot and co-pilot are completely baffled. They're getting such contradictory information. They are getting a stall warning and an overspeed warning at the same time. Even though they were applying the spoilers and had cut the engines back, the pilot still believed the overspeed warning above the stick shaker stall warning. So just, just pausing there for a second, uh, when, when your aircraft, when air, aircraft are about to stall, in other words, they're not going fast enough in order to actually stay uh, in the air, they actually drop out of the air if you go any slower, That that the sticks literally shake. And that concept was brought in uh, a decade or two earlier. The idea is that before autopilot was really a thing, uh, they uh, air, air pilots would sometimes fall asleep, you know, and they would they would ease back on the speed of the plane. It would gradually slow down. It's about to stall. The the, the sticks literally then were programmed to shake, so they would shake so that they, that would wake up the pilot. That was the whole idea of the stick shaker. Kind of like rumble strips on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Good analogy. Just like that sort of thing. And yeah, they're very effective. But the problem was in this case, they were getting so many contradictive information, so much contradicting information that they they ignored the stick shakers of all of all things. They ignored them, and 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 it was and he that goes on to say possibly because of the compelling evidence from the airspeed indicator. Of course, the problem was the airspeed indicator wasn't indicating correctly either. So you know. For ages, he goes on to say, for ages they believed they had control problems rather than instrument problems because their actions weren't reflected by the instrumentation readings. And for a while, they had it on autopilot, which was, of course, was using incorrect data as its parameters. So the control tower was actually getting altitude data from the plane and speed data from the radar. So this is one of the one of the things that people don't realize is that there's actually a connection in between planes and aircraft towers that where the aircraft towers can actually get information uh, from the computers on board the plane. So and they can cross reference that information against radar readings. So anyway, uh, long story short, the altimeter was reading 9,700 feet, 
and that's just been confirmed by air traffic control. But what they were doing was they were comparing the value that they were erroneously getting from the, the aircraft rather than from the radar, which meant that they were essentially reading back the value that they saw. They were like, yeah, we confirm. They didn't realize that they were simply telling the airplane back, yes, and we actually have you at the wrong altitude. So we, really, we really don't know because we didn't really check anything. Yeah, could the story get any more awful? Yeah, it's 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 awful, just absolutely awful. See, all these things uh, added up. It's crazy, uh, terrible. Anyway, the overspeed warning. He continues. The overspeed warning was still sounding, along with too low terrain. And if you watch the reenactment uh, in, uh, I think it was the uh, air crash investigation, and in the reenactment when they're reading that part of this the, of the CVR transcript, you just you heard the alarm going off. Too low terrain. Too low terrain. Too low terrain. And it's like these pilots are like trying to figure out what the hell is going on. They can't see anything, and of course, you know, at which point, you know, they hit the water at 300 miles an hour, and it's all over. So, I have to say uh, a big, very big thank you to uh, Dean for that, and um, he had a lot more of that information uh, for me, and. It was um, it was it was great to re uh, get that feedback from someone who was uh, who was who was into that and also has an interest in it. I haven't got so far as to buy the book, but uh, honestly, if you are interested in this sort of thing, then there is there are books out there. Not just this particular one. There's there's several of them, and uh, I think a lot of them are done by the same the same guy, uh, Malcolm McPherson. I think has had several books, I believe, on the subject. So uh, I think that's um, that, that's an interesting addendum to the to the uh, to the episode. So thank you very much for that feedback, and uh, and that was all I had.